0: Welcome to this week's edition of the Run Talk SA podcast. I'm David Katz, Mr. Active, and winter really bit in South Africa, especially up on the High Felt uh, in the beginning of June. It had to come at some point, and it has arrived. So, we looked a couple of weeks ago at uh, what you can be doing in winter in terms of training, uh, what you should be looking out for to avoid getting sick, and a very important aspect when exercising and just in general when it comes to winter is diet, what you're putting into your system. Uh, what you lacking what you need to add so uh, this week we've got uh, Ian Craig joining us he's a functional sports nutritionist and uh, we're going to really dissect what to look at when it comes to diet ian thanks very much for joining us
1: thanks for having me david and it is a nice cold day today for so good for this theme
0: yeah, let's get straight into it. Winter comes. We know our diet our diet changes from season to season. Certain things are seasonal. You're eating all kinds of fruit. Uh, we are, are fortunate in winter where citrus is in season. But generally, what do you find people start to lack when we head into the colder months in terms of of nutrition and and uh, nutrients?
1: So the the tendency people will will have when it's colder is to eat warmer food. And a lot of our fresh food is tends to be cold or raw food, and I would say people would therefore eat less salads, more baked foods, more more soups and stews and so on. So there's a tendency that the vegetable and the fruit count could go down in in comparison to summer and other other seasons, and um, they're obviously. You know, your fruit and veg are packed, uh, packed full of minerals and vitamins, and uh, there can be certain nutrient drops in, in individuals.
0: And looking at that uh, sort of nutrient drop, do, does that come with, yes, germs are going around, there are more viruses, does that make us a little bit more susceptible because we don't have this this amount of fresh food in a sense that we had in summer?
1: Yeah, I mean, it certainly can do. Your whole immune system is is made up of cells, and these cells have to be actually produced from what we nourish ourselves with. So all the vitamins, minerals, proteins, carbs, fats, um, they are putting together the cells that our body is made up of, and the immune system um, can become less active, shall we say, A little bit more sluggish if you're not getting as much uh, good nutrition, and so it. And and then obviously there there are more colds and flus that go around in the winter months, especially with changes in temperatures, which may put stress on the system for for a period.
0: So should we possibly look at? I mean, I'm personally a big salad person, and even now through winter, I tend to eat eat a lot of salad should people be looking to try and do that keeping that stuff that they're not sort of looking at eating now all of a sudden um because of the change of season and the change of diet but placing a real emphasis on on eating that that sort of extra nutritionist food that now is is being omitted from their diet
1: yeah, it's it's always a nice um, thing to just keep a a small side salad. I'm I'm a big advocate of follow the seasons, follow the the foods that are in season, and eat according to the the ambient temperature. So we're going to feel more like soups, stews, curries, etc. At this time of year, but have a little side salad. It could be even a starter, you know something like some rocket and tomato and some olive oil and Himalayan salt as a starter just to get the um, uh, get the saliva flowing for the main course, but also we might have a tendency of just making very stodgy food, get more vegetables into the actual soups and stews and um and curries. You know, curry can have all sorts of, if you actually have been to India and uh, they have massive big outdoor markets of uh, vegetables and and herbs, and these all go into their curries. But that's what we don't see when we eat curry here. So they they can all be included.
0: Now, what about supplementation? I mean, year-round, people eating multivitamins, adding adding omegas uh, to their diet in winter, Where you do have less access to this fresher food that, that you generally would be eating is supplementation a good uh, idea obviously natural's always better but a really good multivitamin is that worth adding to your diet
1: um I do I, I do with clients um, and I do it all year round just simply because we we don't access the best quality food that we could um, if we all lived in a an or an organic farm and had veggies straight out of the garden uh, onto the plate then we probably wouldn't need these things but uh, it's it's the proverbial insurance policy um, just getting in some multivitamins vitamins and minerals that just top up our levels a little bit it's never as good as food, uh, I'm a big advocate of food but on a on a cake, the cherry on the top might be your supplements, just to keep it uh, keep your health a little bit more rounded.
0: And what about something like vitamin D? I had a, a full medical last year with Dr. John Patric- Patricius just to see uh, what he does with with athletes and and with anyone who goes to him. And we did blood work and everything. And the only thing he found, and it was sort of coming out of winter when we did this, is that my vitamin D was low. Is the vitamin D, and specifically in winter, uh, something that you should be looking to possibly add to your your supplements that you do take?
1: Yeah, vitamin D is a really interesting one because it's had a good 10 years plus of heavy research. It used to just be linked in with bone um, with bone health but now it's got a very strong link to immune um, issues so just immune system in general but also autoimmunity conditions such as uh, rheumatoid arthritis or colitis or something like that and these conditions have been linked with northern latitudes you know like Scandinavia for example where they don't get as much sunlight during the winter. Here Here in South Africa, it's a fairly warm country, believe it or not. Um, but we're not habitually outside very much. Um, if you compare back to a few hundred years ago, most people would farm. That would be their occupation. Whereas now most of us are sitting in front of a computer and, uh, we do not get as much, nearly as much sun as we, as we could. And even I have a, Colleague in Denmark who worked with one of the, the big Tour de France teams. And these guys were out cycling five hours a, a day, you know, in the sun. And a lot of them were actually vitamin D deficient as well. So it's not just, okay, I've been out on my mountain bike for an hour today. Don't assume that you're getting enough either. So yeah, vitamin D is, is a real concern. And it's definitely one that I I, I put in my testing protocol as well and uh, I'll supplement according to results.
0: Now, supplement list seems to be growing, but the last one I want to touch on and ask you about is probiotics. I know when you get sick or as soon as someone goes on antibiotics, it's take probiotics. Personally, I find taking one daily helps me and and what a lot of research that I've heard is that uh taking probiotics on a daily basis can help prevent you getting sick
1: yeah even the most uh, conservative you know, sports scientists are actually starting to say that probiotics are, are good and the science is there to back, back them. Um, I ran a conference in London a few weeks ago and we had Professor Mike Gleason. He's, uh, he's one of two very, uh, recognized exercise immunologists in the world. And, uh, he did a big presentation on probiotics. So even with, um, very detailed scientific investigation, they're coming up, uh, well now. Um, And I run a LinkedIn group on functional sports nutrition. And this week we're talking about probiotics. So you've got the probiotics in the capsule that's, um, you know, it's quite specific. It will give you the number of um, billion organisms per capsule. But then you've got traditional methods as well. And and, uh, yeah, I always like to go to food before supplements. So you've got like traditional yogurts kefir, sauerkraut, fermented vegetables, that sort of thing. So that's an interest of mine to maybe just get some sauerkraut with your your lunch, for example, like the Germans do. Um, but the, the probiotic supplements will give you a more specific amount. Okay, so you, you could maybe even do a bit of both. Um, but with probiotic supplements, you kind of get what you pay for. So don't go for the cheapies. Go for something that um, a decent, well-recognised brand for their scientific integrity, and um, also note of note whether it's meant to be kept in the fridge or it's okay out, out of the fridge, um, and yeah, treat it well because they are live organisms.
0: Well, very interesting debate that. Yeah. Let's just end with, uh, it is winter, people are still training, there are more bugs going around, our immune systems are lower no matter what we're eating, uh, what we tend to take. What is your advice for people if they sort of start to feel a cold coming on, it's it's just in their nose at the moment, what can they do from a diet perspective uh, to maybe help just keep, you know boost their immune system to the point that they're going to stop it It is cold and it doesn't progress further?
1: Okay, tough question, but, uh, yeah, there's a few, there's a few suggestions. Um, number one is actually back off. Um, so, many of us are training and we have a routine, so, yeah, just back off. Instead of going for a run, go for a walk. Uh, get more sleep. Sleep is fundamental. Um, let yourself, <coughs> excuse me, um, let yourself lie in in the morning. So, rest is fundamental. From a dietary perspective, um, get your vegetables in. So, you know, get some green veggies like broccolis and green beans and spinach and so on. Steamed, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, get some steamed vegetables into your meal. A little bit of side salad. And then from a supplemental perspective, probiotics. Yes, big fan of that. Um, vitamin C, zinc and echinacea is the old formula that I've always used so it's like okay you might just normally have a multi plus a probiotic but then mm, okay there's something happening get some vitamin C in Um I recommend up to about two grams a day possibly a little bit more spread through the day not taken in one dose Um zinc maybe between 15 and 30 milligrams and then uh, a good echinacea supplement and just follow the, the advice on the bottle of the particular formula that you use. And each of these independently have got some good research. And uh, combined uh, I've generally found quite good results.
0: Oh yeah, and some brilliant advice there. If anyone wants to find out more from you, if they're looking for some, some advice from a functional sports nutritionist, how can they get hold of you? What platforms are you available on?
1: Um, okay, website, uh, ian-craig.org. And that will give you a link to different things that I do. Uh, Twitter, I occasionally use. I'm really bad, but, uh, I do try and do a bit. It's, uh, at ian under, underscore FSN. F for functional, S for, uh, sports and N for nutrition.
0: Well, Ian Craig, functional sports nutritionist, thank you very much for your time. Some really interesting insights there onto both diet and supplementation and, and things people can take off uh, as we are now well immersed in winter in South Africa. Ian, thanks for your time from myself, David Katz, Mr. Active. We'll be back next week, so stay tuned with us here on Run Talk SA.